Hello and welcome to an all new Marvel cast, Explosion Network's hub of all things Marvel, a place to talk about everything MCU and beyond from Avengers Defenders to Umar and Molecule Man. I'm Ashley Hobley, the Explosion Network's podcaster supreme, and joining me today, Ultimate Kiramachi. Hobley, I'm here to bargain. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, also joining us, the astonishing Dylan Blight. Is it necrophilia if you go inside yourself? <laughs> Today we're talking about (laughs) Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, Crazy that it's six years after his first film. Mm. Isn't crazier that this is his sixth appearance in a film. So he's been in every film since then? Almost. Uh, (laughs) Has he though? He's been in one film a year since then. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's, it's pretty impressive. Probably, there's know? probably a one or two years. Maybe he was in more than one in that year, you know. But you know. Mm. I don't think. I think it might be every year, and multiple I mean, times. Really, I mean, he even had a cameo in like smaller things that probably don't even. Yeah, he's the new Tony Stark, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, he's also in the of. TV show What If. So I mean, mm-hmm. that is yeah, yeah, been a big comeback. It's like in everything, but yeah, today. We're doing a spoiler cast for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. So if you're listening and you're thinking, hey, they're going to just do a fun, non-spoilery bit. No, nah, that's not going to happen because, you know, that's how we roll. So <laughs> please be aware we'll be freely discussing anything and everything about the plot themes, any of the films. I've been watched it. Come back later. It's playing in cinemas now. Uh, I assume by the time you're listening to this, it might be a slight delay between here and America, but, you know, it sucks to be there. Uh, all right, talking about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, directed by Sam Raimi, written by Michael Waldron, based on Marvel Comics, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Benedict Wong, Sochi Gomez, Julian Hilliard, Jet Klein, and Rachel McAdams. In Marvel Studios' Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, the MCU unlocks the multiverse and pushes its boundaries further than ever before. Journey into the unknown with Doctor Strange, who, with the help of mystical allies, both old and new, traverses the mind-bending and dangerous alternate realities of the multiverse to confront a mysterious new adversary. Uh, What a... let's I'll just say right off the top, none of these descriptions are very accurate. Oh, that description sucks. But I think it's appropriate that they suck. Well, uh, what was the, the, um, just the general one is like, uh, Doctor Strange and his ally, what is it? Doctor Strange casts a forbidden spell that opens a portal to the multiverse. However, a threat emerges that may be too big for his team to handle. Uh, I think the marketing on this, like, completely misdirected me. I think it was, I think it was on purpose, though. I don't think it was like a fuck up. Like, I think it was a, um, it was a complete misdirection. I haven't read any reviews. I'm really interested. Are people just review. spoiling stuff in their reviews? Because like, I, it's really hard to talk about the plot of this movie without spoiling it. Like, yeah, yeah. So I don't know how uh, people I are doing that. I think <laughs> I don't know. I've only seen the only I guess call it even review is the splash screen for the IGN review they put up on social posts with the score and the basis, and it continues my idea or my understanding that I just disagree with a lot of things that uh, that IGN. 
caught oh, up about. So. Especially about these Marvel stuff as of late. I, they, right. they have just been kind Kieran, of- Kieran, do you disagree in the positive or do you disagree in the negative? I disagree in the positive. They gave it, in their view, like a seven or something. And, and Seven's all right. It's not, Seven's that's not right, that bad. But I think this is- It doesn't mean I've, they hate I've, it. It doesn't mean they hate it, but still, I don't know. I don't feel it does this movie justice. I think this movie's fantastic. From the the first viewing and coming off it, maybe, you know, looking back, I probably, you know, there might be issues I find. But from first viewing, this movie was fucking great. This movie, um, I think Elizabeth Olsen tore the shit up. Like, just tore the whole, like, just her role in Scarlet Witch's role in this movie was insane. Like, her, like, that... I desperately want to go back and watch the her opening scene and the demeanor change from um, kind of from her initial, uh, I guess, positive wonder to the actual Scarlet Witch persona because that like just her whole embodiment was amazing. Um, I think you know I, when we talk about the Sam Raimi Spider Man films, I always have a problem with the Sam Raimi ness of those movies and just kind of his uh, directing through a lot of those movies. I think he fucking knocked this out of the park. Um, I think how he treats Scarlet Witch in terms of uh, a horror kind of character is is amazing. He's really well done overall. Um, I I I love the fact that it felt like it was like yeah you you have free reign over this this uh, this movie and these universes, and I think that's the the one of the cool things about the multiverse. Is that you can be like okay, then I want, uh, I want Scarlet Witch to tear through a bunch of really well known, and really beloved suit like heroes from the Marvel universe, and they're like yeah, sure, we'll just pick a multiverse or create a multiverse and do what you will with it. Enjoy yourself, have some fun, um, and I think just the way some of the shots, some of the the camera angles and the choices in, um, I guess very much the horror elements of. Um, this movie in general is is really well done. Um, I think Benedict Cumberbatch was great in his many different, I guess, personas or roles of Doctor Strange. Um, no, I think overall this movie was fantastic. I had a really interesting cinema experience because I took my dad, uh, who has never really been to a Marvel opening night. He's a really big Marvel fan and read Marvel comics back in the 70s, but never been to an opening night. So sitting next to him and listening to, because quite a few people applauded, and he was very confused by that uh, situation. <laughs> um, there was, uh, especially the the one scene of, I guess the there was like the like the the, the Illuminati Council scene had this buildup of applauses that was like Black Bolt, little bit of applause, Peggy Carter, bigger applause, John Kransky is uh, Reed Richards, bigger applause. Fucking Patrick Stewart is Professor Xavier. Even bigger applause. It was like fucking hell. And then yeah, just sitting. He was very bemused by that whole situation. But um, <laughs> no, I think this movie does a really interesting job of uh, kind of uh, both growing the MCU again, but also shifting things for Doctor Strange and putting Doctor Strange in an even bigger light. Now, I think the original Doctor Strange movie and, and his kind of roles in general have been a little bit more kind of encapsulated a bit more well maintained this one just kind of blows the hinges off it and, and takes you to the the wacky and the strange world if you will of the magical side of the mcu so no i really love this movie and i definitely um enjoyed all of it all right uh for anyone who listened to our mcu rewatch of dr strange 
Dylan, uh, Doctor Strange was one of your favourite Marvel films so far. Mm. How does this one stack up? Nowhere close. I think this was a big disappointment for me personally. Um, so, and as the <laughs> Sam, as the Sam Raimi uh, supporter in our Spider-Man rewatch, and yeah, as someone who loved Doctor Strange, I think the most out of all of us. I think, and it's not Sam Raimi's fault, and it's not any of the actors' fault. It is. Uh, I definitely think it comes down to the script um, and editing as well. I guess. You could put some blame on Sam Raimi as the director, but, I mean, he's he had nothing to do with the story or whatever. I mean, Scott Derrickson was on board until, like, I'm sure he was, like, involved in the early days until he left, and then they brought Sam Raimi in. Like, it wasn't, like, a last-minute thing, like, fucking what's happening with uh, Fast and Furious at the moment, but, like, it like he wasn't there from the, uh, the story-drafting stage, I don't think. But, anyway, mm. I just think the movie is, like, very badly paced like it's just sort of like a scene that goes to another scene to another scene to another scene and i mean we i think it got to the point where they're like protecting um catman do whatever the fuck is what's it what's i think it might be (laughs) yeah whatever it is (laughs) no it's kaj uh kaj yeah that thing yeah um it got to that point and i was like my brain was just sort of struggling because yeah, I was like picking up on just how disjointed and, and weird the pacing of the the film was fe- uh, feeling, and I mean that continued throughout the the entire thing. It just felt like scene after scene after scene, and there was no real direction for it. I also think, as much as I enjoyed, um, um, I can't remember her name, America Chavez is uh, the mm-hmm. actress from um, Babysitter Club, Sochi Gomez. Yeah, she she's like really good for that character. I think that character gets absolutely nothing in this movie. Like, apart from one scene in which she has, uh, like, this, this, you get to see uh, her lose her parents. Like, other than that, she's, like, just a walking MacGuffin for for all these characters and everything with Wanda and whatever else. Like, she's just a walking, talking MacGuffin who they try and give a little bit of backstory too quickly. And then they're like, nah, fuck it. Like, that's enough for you. Like, let, let, let's, let's move on here. Um, it's also weird to see them retread some ground that was in What If?, and then I presume, like, that Doctor Strange was the Doctor Strange from What If? Like, well, that's how I took no, it. I no, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. So they just retro- they retrod the exact same ground. They did retread. I was a little disappointed at that because like, from the trailers, I thought he was the Doctor Strange from What If? Um, but the Doctor Strange from What If was, like, sealed in a room that was, like, a special pocket, mm. dim- like, pocket that's dimension right, yeah, in the yeah. multiverse. And that doesn't line up yeah. with... So then they just did the exact um, same story that Doctor yeah. Strange... Uh, wanted to, and I don't think that Doctor Strange used the. I couldn't remember. The I couldn't remember. All I know is that he went searching for a world in which uh, he was with Rachel McAdams, and like that's what they explained here. So that was a, that was a thing. Um, I I definitely feel like the highlights are the Sam Raimi ness, and maybe it's not even the Sam Raimi ness. It's just having someone direct this that's not part of the Marvel machine. I guess is what it boils down to. Like. It doesn't look like a Marvel movie. The lighting doesn't look like a Marvel movie. There's, there's like, you know, moments where characters are just lit appropriately and it's not like a <laughs> typical on-set Marvel movie. Like, there's just certain things that stand out um, that I really, really like that made it, like, s- s- stand apart. Uh, having Danny Elfman do the score, it sounds so fucking much like a Danny Elfman score that it's sort of weird, but I totally vibe with it. Um, there's, I don't feel like any of the Sam Raimi humor stuff was like over the top here. I I also think 
the stuff I really liked is it kind of feels like a an 80s, early 90s, um, like, PGM rated horror movie. So maybe like, mm. a, like a Ghostbusters or a... Goonies or Goosebumps, you know, yeah. whatever, any of that sort of stuff. Like the creature designs feel B gradish without looking fully B gradish. They just seem to have that sort of feel. I mean, even there's that one moment where like Rachel McAdams is getting um, surrounded by all the um, the creatures and like the cameras, like the close up of her face, like swirling red. Like that felt very um, that felt very Sam Raimi, like someone getting attacked in Evil Dead sort of um, shot to me. So th- there's like a bunch of cool stuff that stand out, but. Um, I ultimately, by the time I got to the end of the movie, I was just like, um, all, all those like, like sort of script issues and stuff aside, I was also sort of let down by ultimately where this took the characters and the, the overall use of the multiverse, given what we'd spent so much time sort of building up in the series and behind the scenes and stuff. I mean, prior to going into watching the movie, I see this story where Kevin Feige, Feige um, is like, Hey, answers some question i guess on the red carpet or something like that from the, the event yesterday where someone asked uh, you know like could dr strange have fucked up the spell for spider-man unless what's his face um had um you know been killed in loki and he's like no it's all part of the big plan that's the sole reason he was able to fuck up the spell and all this sort of stuff i'm like well that's like the big golden egg and i really expected some of that to like that character and those events to sort of be tied in here somewhere in the film that's like drastically exploring the multiverse but we don't get there at the end dr strange is like whatever third eye no no whatever uh it, we'll get to the after credit scenes i was like cool story um yeah i don't i don't i i probably around like a six um i definitely ultimately enjoyed the 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 tone um again um as karen said really great performances mostly by um oh fuck what's her name fucking Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen is obviously the standout here. Um, It's also, we'll loop back after you give your your thoughts, Ash, but at one point I do want to ask the question of, hey, is this is the first proper movie where it's like, you need to have watched one of these Disney Plus series, like, and how we all feel about that. But yeah, we'll Mm. come back to that. Uh, I liked it. I think there's definitely elements that don't, well, I didn't enjoy as much. I think some of the like visual effects, especially towards the start, like in New York City, not good. They looked bad. I was worried, especially the shot of I him looking over especially, the balcony. Yeah, and then especially because we've seen over the if you've been on Twitter like the last couple of months, like all the shots from like Spider Man No Way Home, where they've it they like showcase that they're not actually in New York City. It's like they're standing on a green screen against like a background of New York City, or whatever. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed like a lot of the elements, even like the horror stuff, <laughs> like it, that was a fun vibe and it's definitely an interesting take to take, uh, this character who has become very beloved, uh, and be- make her pretty much the horror slasher villain, uh, <laughs> uh, to the extent where she's blood soaked, even though it's like oil soaked, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it was, it's fun. It's a fun, quirky story about going through the multiverse, and it's very much a Marvel multiverse story where you know you encounter all these uh, random heroes who are slightly like the ones you know, uh, and then for them all to get taken out. I mean, that's super enjoyable to watch, uh, especially Black Bolt who goes out like that was. That might be the most Dude, gruesome thing we've seen. That's. I saw this and I was like, 
shit. And dad asked me, like, dad was talking to me because dad's a real big Deadpool fan. And he's like, oh, do you think when Deadpool comes to the Disney, like the MCU, do you think he's going to have a problem with, like, being R-rated and, and being on that? And I was like, honestly, some of this shit in this movie is as bad as some of the stuff we saw in Deadpool. They just don't swear. Like, they <laughs> just the- don't swear. And, and, like, you know, Black Bolt's head just imploding and, like, fading in on itself is is insane like having making the decision to kill freaking uh, john kransky's first time as reed richards like showing him being killed like he's kind mm, of let's not say first let's say potentially only potential oh, i'm gonna say <laughs> fir- that's not that's not we'll get into that oh god um but like him going out so quickly in that situation i think he's was like fuck and then the other one is like them the she fucking brutally killed patrick stewart like yes it's professor x and it was professor x in his yellow taxi cab wheelchair but like she broke his fucking professor neck, x 96 was, right yes so it is yeah yes um which I, I think there's some interesting connotations about Presser X that I'm I'm curious Patrick about. Patrick Stewart's also had to die twice as that character now. <laughs> like, yeah. <Yep. laughs> Isn't it three times? Uh I don't I don't know. Did he die in another one? I, does it, I can't remember. Does he die in Future Past? I think he, he died in one of those like Days of Future Past or something. Did he? I don't remember. Yeah, I feel like if so he did. then it's three times. Either way, I thought two. Yeah, was I enough, think it's but. it's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, isn't there one where he dies, then he ends up in another body? Yes, that's that's the first time he died. Yes. Yeah. And then he dies yes. in Logan. Now he's died again. Yes. Yes. So that's three times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What a dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like I feel like there's a lot of like universe building elements, especially when they're talking about incursions and uh like gen- just generally building multiverse stuff. It's like is that leading up to the potential road that they're going down, which we'll get into later, I assume. Um, I think, yeah, America doesn't really get much. It's like a very slow build to her climactic moment of, hey, I can use my powers now because I believe myself now. Um, (laughs) But yeah, you know, I I had a good time like on the road, this like perfectly fine road. I think Benedict Cumberbatch does a great job. I think Rachel McAdams gets a better opportunity than she did in the first movie to like do stuff. Um, and yeah, it was fun to seeing all these random versions of different characters and like Ben Wong, like doing his source of Supreme thing. And like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Wanda, how do we feel about, so like Dylan said, do you feel like we need to have seen WandaVision before we saw this? I'm sitting in the camp of yes, but also, didn't she, like, wasn't that a whole entire series about her getting over her grief? Getting over the grief. I feel like that's the thing, right? Is that I feel like it's a yes, but also at the same time, I feel like this movie totally disregards the end of that series. Because the the first initial scene between her and Doctor Strange reads to me like the end scene of WandaVision never happened. Like I would say a- no, solely because you could. They can very easily argue that 
she's fine by the end of that series, but it's when in the time between that and this is when she begins exploring the book and the book corrupts her, et cetera, Corrupting et cetera, et cetera. Her. Okay. Yeah. Like you could That's very right. easily think, just say that's it. Like if it, damn books. Yeah. If it wasn't for her yeah, kids if it wasn't for her kids, you wouldn't need to watch WandaVision. But the fact that she has such this such strong attachment to these two children you you kind of need to to watch it to understand that relationship and understand where that that comes from and why she's so hell bent on it. I mean, she the book is also from One Division. Her suits from One Division. The book is, but I guess you, you don't really need to know where that. Yeah, I mean, you don't. But I mean, I feel like there's just a lot. It helps. Yeah, I would say that there's references to a lot of other stuff in this, and it's like if it's like, what's the one thing you should sort of watch before this? It's one division. I feel like it's the one, the one spin-off material thing. I mean, look, answer me this quickly, but we'll come back to the cameos or whatever. But the Inhumans character is that the same actor from the show? Like, yep, it's okay. handsome out. Yep. So I've never watched that. Doesn't bother me because it's just same. a cameo, right? One division. One does main yeah. character. Yeah, that's. I feel like it's a little bit different. Yeah. So we all enjoyed like Wanda, you know, turning evil. Like full on, like she's she's almost like a ev- evil demented think, spirit. Is like I think even if you two, even if you two have your issues with her or with the writing around it, I think she's the best villain of the MCU. Which is it? it is, I think she gives the best villainous performance. <laughs> I don't villainous know if she's performance, the best. but I think she's the best villain just because. So many of these movies have throwaway villains that, you know, once again, sadly die at the end of the movie. And I was hoping that wasn't going to happen at the end of this movie. And we don't know if it did. We don't, we don't know. We don't know 100%. Um, but die at the end of the movie, get thrown away, and nobody gives a fuck. And I feel like this this movie, like her her performance comes off the back of this history with Wanda and, and understanding the character and seeing what she's been through. And I think that enhances that role and, and for me puts her, well, maybe, okay, she is the best villain from like a non-Avengers movie because I think Thanos is still Thanos and, and that's hard to compare mm. to. I would, Duh. I think, as even though I just defended and like sort of said that that's how they would explain it, which is sort of like that's how they will explain it. Like she could just turn the book mode to go crazy or whatever. I think the fact that this, I don't feel like her story here, like with the way it ends, and the given it's just two hours, um, her progressing this grief or whatever over her kids. I don't feel like this tells anywhere near as good a story as what they did in One Division. Even though I sort of didn't like the big powwow blast blast vision fight fest thing in the f- finale, I still think that series is really really great. And I think her emotional finale for that and choosing to give up that world that she'd created um, is such a more emotional moment. Um, and having her go live out and seeing the way that series ends where she goes and she's giving up everything and now she's sort of alone living out um, by herself and she doesn't have vision, she doesn't have these kids or um, whatever else. But you see her looking like looking to explore the multiverse. That's what they tease at the end of that or whatever. Um, I would still say, like, so that's why I'm sort of like, they can very easily just explain that she goes bad again or whatever. But I would say if I was compared that story to this story, as far as, like, Wanda, the story in that's so much better for her, like, character arc-wise in this. Her arc in this is just, 
Like, she's really evil and I love her performance. Well, that's, yeah, there's no. There's not much depth to it or layers or, or anything. Or- it's literally just like, hey, pretending to be good. Hey, then she goes the full b- crazy, uh, bad Scarlet Witch. Really great. Again, great performance. It's really cool. Her like chasing them down that hallway, like bloodied and whatever else, like makes for this great like horror yeah. genre sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, and then by the time you get to the end, she's like, uh, I fucked up. Best I get to kill myself. Drop this fucking building on my head. Like, I feel like that compared to having to give up everything, her crying, watching this world crumble in WandaVision. Like, if you compare the two, like, moments at end, like, her choosing to dump a fucking building on her, like, the tower on her head and kill herself compared to just giving up the, the giving up this fake world and then choosing to live, like, with that. Mm. I just feel like there's, like, one is so much more powerful and, like, says a lot more than the other to me. So, um... Yeah, like I enjoyed her performance, but story-wise, I don't, I don't feel like this is anywhere near as good as a writing for her as she got in one division. Yeah, I think that's fair, but you know, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm not arguing it's fun. I, like, um, and we actually yeah. got to like see her like go full out. Like, yeah, it's it's kind of like I needed some, I needed a few more episodes in one division for her to do this before getting to what happens in one division. That mm. would be my ideal. Uh, you need an epilogue to one division. Well, no, I could still have WandaVision end the way it does. I just, like, have have this happen for, like, two to three episodes between episodes, like, uh, five, six, and seven. You know, What, her like, go kill and Doctor Strange? No, just go full Scarlet Witch mode or oh, something. You okay. know what I mean? Like, we, n- we never really got to see it in that is the one thing, yeah. You can only see it on the big screen sure. with the big budgets. I, I do wish they had explored more of the Darkhold's corruption of her. Like, have more of a, I don't want to say an inner monologue, but have more of a juxtaposition between uh, the Dark Hole's corruption of her instead of just being like, yep, this is all her now, and not having this kind of moments of self-doubt or moments of self-reflection on everything going on. And you have those minor moments when people are asking, like, what are you going to do about the other wonder you find in those universes? Like, you you have those moments, but I don't think they are built upon or explored in any way to, to make it understand that, yes, this woman's worked through her grief and is working through her grief still, but at the same time, this dark book has had its way with her and corrupted her. It's got her a through dark hold on her. Uh, I just I just feel like, so after, <laughs> after, like, America, like, flicks off the portal and she's like, um... Oh, like, oh, I see the light now, like Darth Vader, you know, like Luke's like, oh, father, I'll save you. You know, she, she's finally like turned back to the light side mm. or whatever. And like her, instead of like coming to face the music, she's like, nah, got to bring this whole place down on top of my head. Like, again, compare that to WandaVision when she finally comes to the light, she literally walks back into town to face all the people she'd been keeping prisoner and has to like face them and deal with that, you know? Yeah. Like it just, again, this is- I don't know. Maybe <laughs> she couldn't do it twice, you know? <laughs> You know, she's lost three people now. Because at first, when she was, like, flicking off, I was like, damn, I don't know how they're going to... Four people, actually. Well, six. Quickly going through in my head when I was like, okay, so she's now she's being... I, was, I wasn't, I was like, thinking throughout the movie. I'm like, okay, is Wanda going to be, like, a bad guy for, like, a few films? Like, what's the go? And then when she turned back to being good, like, I see her, like, after she's crying, I'm like, okay, she's going to be good. So I wonder how they're going to, like, they've got to turn her face again now. So how are they going to make the crowd cheer her? You know what I mean? Like, how are they going <laughs> to? That's going to be the interesting thing, I think, coming out of this. Like, all the people who loved her in WandaVision and were like, yeah, she's the hero. She's perfectly fine. She's fully redeemed. They're going to be all like, she, 
they've done her dirty again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like I, I love Wonder Woman, but it's like, she's, the, she's the bad guy of that. And it's just like, but I liked how she chose, like, like she, she was facing the world. Like she, she was going to have to deal. I was expecting to see her in future things, having to deal with the repercussions still of, of that. The most we I get of that is Doctor Strange will. being like, nah, I'm not even here to tell you off because you did the right thing in the end. Imagine if you said that. Imagine if you said that. Like, you just robbed the bank. Spider-Man's like, but in the end, you did give me the money. So on your way, like, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, won't. There, there, is, there, is, <laughs> there is some weird mental gymnastics that does go through this movie in, in general. Superheroes really get like a. Like, like I wasn't. <sighs> I will admit, at the start of the movie, I was really fucking excited for um, America Chavez dealing with working with Doctor Strange again after this other Doctor Strange just tried to kill her. Mm. Like, I was excited for that. I was really interested with that. Then their first interaction, she kind of just brushes it off and is like, eh, what, yeah, whatever. She's like, avoiding him the entire time. She's like, she she avoids him, but ring, once, but runs once away. they get, like... Like, but it doesn't last very long. Like, once she's there, they're interacting with them. She just kind of there's no coldness. There's but no. She knows she's been to multiple universes already. So? She's probably met multiple Doctor Strangers. Seventy three, yeah. or whatever it was. So, it's like, like seventy two. I don't, I don't know. Like Wouldn't you still be fucking weird if, like, seconds ago, somebody tried to kill you and take your powers? Because there was no other option, and it's probably not the first time. And here they are again, dealing with it and going through it again. I don't know. It's where it's where the now now that I think about it, it's where the the line "You're different from the other Doctor Strangers" is, is kind of falls a bit flat. Like you know, it's it's just like, but what? Why is he different? Because like, he learns learns from his mistakes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> also, it's funny that in this movie. Doctor Strange is playing babysitter again. Okay. That's his new thing, yeah. It's another movie I, in where he's calling somebody kid. I was, I will say, I was really disappointed, especially through that first New York scene, that Spider-Man didn't show up once. I don't know. I was just, nah, I was just sat there hoping that he would turn up and be like, what the fuck is going on here? And have some kind of help and assistance just to kind of, uh, further Doctor Strange's journey with that because obviously yeah. he he understands that there was a spell to do with Spider-Man that interacted with the multiverse and has changed. Yeah, I was trying to wrap my head around this too. Like he's aware there's a yeah, spell, like he's he, aware there's a Spider-Man, but he just doesn't know Spider-Man's Peter Parker. Who Spider-Man is. Yeah. And he doesn't know why they did the spell. Yeah. Or maybe he does know that, you know, he did a spell too. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, idea. I guess you just have to draw the line as close to Peter Parker as you can, which be, which would be, I did a spell to help Spider-Man do something. Like, because that's yep. as close as you can get without saying Peter Parker. So I guess that's what he knows, but. But you got your, you, you got your Spider-Man mentions twice, you know? Didn't want to go to any of those Spider-Avengers or any of those bug-related Avengers. Also, and, you know? if, if she has been line. to so many universes... How has she never heard of Spider-Man? No Spider-Man. No Spider-Man in the 70 other universes she went to. She didn't go to the Raimi-verse or the Amazing-verse. I mean, we don't know how many universes are. There's at least 800-something in the MCU because that's the one they said there was in, right? 800-something. Yep. Something like that. So she's only <laughs> been to like 70. There's still like 800, at least 800. She doesn't mean to. There could be Spider-Man in all of those. 
I mean, also, seeing, seeing them go for a universe and a turn card in, does that confirm that the Into the Spider-Verse is part of the MCU? Sure, why not? <laughs> I, I think that, that sequence was quite... I think it. we've seen it in trailers and stuff, but that's still yeah. cool to see put together. Yeah, people are going to be uh, freeze-framing that shit when it's doing a, on Yeah, Blu-ray. doing a riff of uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. So Benedict Cumberbatch, really good. We get multiple versions of him. We get, I think they're calling him Devender Strange as the opening one, you know, helping save her at the start, uh, only to turn on her. Because uh, we get normal Doctor Strange, we get evil Doctor Strange, then we get end up with zombie Doctor Strange. What an ending. What a conclusion. Just the wink at the end, like with half his face missing. Very amusing. You have Spanish Strange, you have Normal Strange, you have Zombie Strange. You have Earth 818? Yeah, technically there's the the Dead Strange and the Earth we see a statue of. (laughs) Yeah, and then Zombie Strange. Mm. Which Zombie Strange Strange is the same person as... Oh, yeah, but it's a new character. The first Strange, but he's dead. And Insane Strange. Yeah. Well, Killer Strange. It's just been killing Doctor Strange. Killer Strange, yeah. yeah. It's really the same story as old mate from... Um, oh, what's the fucking character's name? From Loki, the bad guy? Uh, uh, Kang the Conqueror. Oh. <laughs> uh, he who remains. Kang the Con- yeah, Kang the Conqueror. Um, he, um, like his thing was he went around and killed all his other selves, right? Yeah. So this Doctor Strange is literally still the same thing. Not oh, yeah. that Kang yeah, doesn't, but the Kang the Conqueror from... Um, In that Kami version. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Doctor Strange is ripping him off, really. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, we should do a little bit of a building the the MCU uh, catch up. So obviously we got uh, Sochi Gomez as America Chavez first appearance in Vengeance number one September twenty eleven, created by Joe Casey and Nick Dragoda. How do we feel about America? Uh, I feel like you know. Again, it's like she's fine, but and like like Dylan said, she is kind of a MacGuffin to have a reason for them all to be chasing this one girl. And it's another character that has their issues resolved with you just need to believe in yourself and the power of friendship, and then you'll be a okay. And it wasn't even like and a good, like uplifting speech no. either. It was just like the most basic ass <laughs> Hey kid, I believe in you. And she's like, that's not true. <laughs> oh, fuck. You know, the, the important thing is that he decided not to drain of her powers and murder her. I would have rather, I mean, this, the, you could, I would have seen alternate take on that scene. And this, even then, this is still like stereotypical, but like Wanda's about to like kill Strange or something. And then you slow, mo- you know, you see close ups of her. She starts believing in herself. She goes for the punch. It does something. But, like, even then, that's, like, rather stereotypical, but it still puts all the, like, all of it on her, you know, instead of the I, having yeah. Doctor Strange be the one who's, like, as Kieran said, hey, I kid. believe in you. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, she, as I said before, she's fine. I think she does a good job with what she's got. I totally think it's just a script. It, it's a script thing. She's She does as much as she can. You're about to say kiss something here? Nah, I lost it. That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Interesting, you know, that she does have two mums. 
Uh, I honestly believe they could have, they could have found a way to edit that out. <laughs> they, but they don't need to. It's not about they could have found a way. It's not about that shit. We they that if they we, wanted to make money, they could have easily cut that. Fuck making money. No, no. It's just <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's I don't cool. Ag- it's it's great that for it once it's super is. messed up. Like way to. Oh, it's hella messed up. It was like, oh, well, shit. Okay, you've just... But also, that B, that B fucked things up. I mean, That yeah, B changed the entire multiverse, you know? So by his logic, because Kevin Feige's logic, the multiverse didn't begin until Loki started. So she couldn't... She got no. her powers when Loki's... Like, Loki... Kevin no, Feige, no. There's Kevin always Feige been, said there's- that... Um, uh, the spell couldn't have gone. The spell couldn't have broken open, open the Loki verse without the events of Loki. Um, I mean, he's not discussing this because the film isn't out yet. But I mean, I'm fine with that. And then her being like some mystical being that has the ability to travel through universes. That's totally different than someone having the ability to like crash them into one another and whatever else. She's she's just has the ability to step through them, which I'm oh. I'm fine with. So what you're saying is, Doctor Strange's spell caused the incursions. Or Loki changing stuff. I don't know. Because in, in, the in Loki, they explain this- that there's a linear timeline. Yes. And that when, if he kills him, we're going to go back to a world where there's splintering multiverses and all this sort of stuff, infinite possibilities, which is what we yes. get now, which is why you now get the events of No Way Home and this film. However... I still think even saying there's a linear straight line timeline doesn't imply that there aren't the multiverses out there. It just means that they can't interact with each other because they're all running sort of on top of each other, but not in a way they could interact with each other, if that makes sense. That's yeah. how I always read it. Like it's, it's not like he ever deleted all the multiverses. He just made it so they couldn't interact or crash into one another or any of this sort of stuff. So that's not to say people still couldn't travel to them if they have the ability, which she does. It just, yeah. That's my take on it anyway. It's, it's, it's messy. It's, it's, it's the same messiness that's been created by us no longer having this set timeline in terms of knowing when movies happen. In terms of. I can tell you exactly when this happens. It happens order. sometime after No Way Home. Yes. Got him. But when did Loki happen? Uh. Sometime after the events of the first Avengers film. Did Loki happen before WandaVision <laughs> or after WandaVision? Before WandaVision. But it's technically in a place of no time and there's a bunch of time traveling. So it doesn't really matter. So it doesn't really matter. But the show starts at the time of the first Avengers where he blips out of time. But then the show also does a bunch of time Which traveling. Which I guess also is also in game. Yeah. So it doesn't really, at that point it doesn't matter. No. Uh, I had a really good point. I can't remember. <laughs> can't be that good. <laughs> uh, fuck. That's really annoying. Let's move on. Uh, more building the multiverse or MCU-verse. Hey, we got Professor X. Uh, first appearance the X-Men number one, September 1963, created by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Uh, cool to see, you know, Patrick Stewart in the MCU. My um- In the yellow chair. My fi- I think it's sort of fucked up that the appearances of both Reed Richards and Professor X for the first time in the MCU is they're just killed. <laughs> like, that's- I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's awesome. 
because it's like, hey, it's a complete a taster mystery. Of, yeah. Is it here's a taster of characters you're going to? We hope you're going to get down the line. No, we're just we're, gonna kill. We know and, we're getting a Fantastic Four film. Like that's yeah, we know we're getting a Fantastic Four. I think it's an interesting position because they've now they have they've now set the standard in these movies that. Well, I guess what the multiverse thing is, hey, if we see a, an actor playing this character in this multiverse, they are that character for all of the multiverses. Maybe. Why maybe? Incorrect. I'm, I think they just want to leave the door open, so... They're, that's wrong, because we already know, like, go back to Loki. Because we've already had Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield... And- yeah, so to- oh, okay, yeah, you got Tobey Maguire, right, you got Andrew right, Garfield. Right, 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 You've right, literally right. got Loki, Sylvie, Loki Crocodile, Loki played by um, what's his okay, fuck, Loki Kid, Richard E. Grant, Richard E. Right. Grant, Loki Kid. So yes, they okay. they do right, they have right. often used the same uh, actor um, in 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 a lot of things. However, there are just as many times they have they have not. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I hadn't thought of Loki yeah. in that situation, especially. Yeah. So yeah, okay, I will take back uh, my comments and I'm like. Man, they kind of shot themselves in the foot with Patrick Stewart as uh, Professor X. No, no. They can do it. I think it's fine. No, they lift the door open. It's like yeah. there could be a hundred universes fun. where Patrick Stewart's the, that that version is played by that Patrick version? Stewart, and then there's 150 other words, different actor, 100 other words. Where they're all actor. played by James McAvoy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. So it's it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, so of course we also get Black Bolt, uh, who first appeared in Fantastic Four, for number 45, created by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Uh, Cool. I mean, did you watch that show? For the, did you like, watch that show? No, I didn't okay. ever watch Inhumans. Uh, but you know, for the three or four people yeah. who watched Inhumans, yeah, it's yeah. a good get. You know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of traffic to check out Inhumans on Disney Plus. So, in- Inhumans was never part of the MCU. Does that mean that Inhumans now takes place in this universe? Or yep, okay. this, it okay. takes place in the MCU as does. Marvel's Agents of Shield. Yeah. No, no, we're not doing in. this. We're not doing this. They take place was in, in the a same universe. They as take in Marvel's place Agents in a Shield. different metaverse. They take place in a different, me- different multiverse. You know, somewhere sure. far away that they're never going to. You know what? That was one of the universes Stephen Strange blew up. They're doing Agent Carter. <laughs> I'm about to, but I will say I, I really like that they showed off Black Bolt's powers. Of like killing Doctor Strange and like showing his vocal yeah, yeah. voice powers. I think that was cool. Also, she fucking just ripped straight ripped off um bloody um Agent Smith. Mm-hmm. Mm, yep. Mr. Anderson, how would you do that if you can't talk? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that in another Sam Raimi movie? Like someone loses him out. Uh, isn't it in Evil Dead? Drag Me to Hell? It's or? in. He does it in Evil Dead, and he does it in Drag Me to Hell as well. I think. See, we got both. I think he does. Yeah, I, I think he does it in both. So this would be the third time. Yeah. All right, we do get the first uh, appearance of Captain Carter, who deb- debuted in What If uh, episode one. What if Captain Karma? Yeah. So we're saying what this is Captain the same. Carter. Are we saying this is the same universe as that episode now, or like what's the? What no. do you reckon? No? I'd say it's a different. So it's just a different one with that has an agent card. Different too. version. I don't think she had like a jetpack. Or- I mean, no. it, I mean, it could be. It could be because when's it? When's it end? It ends with her getting like awoken in the present day, right, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it could be. But then she dies, and you hope that she doesn't die. No, I mean, all characters die. It's fine. Not like that, though. I mean, it's one way to go. <laughs> Taken out by your own shield. Yeah. Learn the catch. Yeah. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think it's pretty hard to catch a shield that's being flung by a mystical <laughs> chaos force. Uh, yep, then we had Monica Rom- Rambo as Captain Marvel as first depicted in The Amazing Spider-Man Annual 16, October 1982, created by Roger Stern and John Romita Jr. Uh, cool. I don't know if there's like foreshadowing anything for the Marvels, but... Uh, oh, I mean, she's definitely getting powers. Like, I don't know, like, what if it'll be exactly the same as what, like, Miss Marvel powers she gets here, but she's definitely getting powers in MCU. Isn't she already dead? No. Yeah, she is, right? Yeah. Yeah, she is, because she's Thingy's mother. Yeah. No. Who's already no. dead in the- No, 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 she's the no? friend. She's Captain Marvel's friend. She's the daughter. Yeah, she's, she's the daughter. She's Captain Marvel's friend. She's is she the daughter? Because that's the same actress that played the mother. No, no. Yes, yes. Because the daughter is in WandaVision. I should have. The daughter's in this WandaVision. This is really bad. Has, <laughs> the daughter is in WandaVision because I had this conversation with my dad. So the daughter is in WandaVision, and she is her own separate character with her own powers that are once again kind of ambiguous and not very well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. But how did she die then? So it, what I'm thinking she is passed in away that during universe, the dust, right? in that unit, well, she, no, no, she just passed away of old age. She was the, like, the leader of S.W.O.R.D. and she was, like, the founder of S.W.O.R.D. Oh, that's right. And yeah, she yeah. passed away prior to the start of WandaVision. Yeah, yeah, I remember now. Yeah, yeah so it is Maria Rambo. sorry. Yeah. yeah, and so all I'm reading into Maria so, Lashana is that- Lynch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all I'm reading into her role in Universe 818 is that she's the one that went into the this flight that turned her into Captain Marvel. I forgot than, they wrote uh, her off, off screen. Yeah, no, no, no. Rather than, yeah, Carol Danvers. Like, yeah, it, it's just a case well, of... I mean, she just aged, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, but, like... I guess she we got, did old, die we got old Peggy Carter and stuff. Like, we, we've had old characters kind of before. But Peggy died on screen. Mm. No, actually, she didn't die on screen. Did she, she didn't die on screen because it's just the start of Civil War is, starts with her yeah. funeral. Yeah, all right. Well, take back what I said. Yeah. I thought she didn't speaking die. Of, speaking of the blip, do you reckon Christine was alive for those five years? Uh, mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's how she met someone, right? Yeah. And she, so, even yeah. though it's the act, no, I'm not even going to make that comment. Don't, don't worry. Let's go on. <laughs> wow. Rachel McAdams yeah, always is... has partners. Time travel or... <laughs> Dude, I love that movie so fucking Which much. one? Uh, time Travel's it... Wife? Yeah, there's, there's it... about four of us. No, no, no. Not that one. It's the other yep, one, see? the English about one. About time. With... Yep. About time. Because I always get it confused with In Time, more. which is the Justin fucking Timberlake one. But About Time is a really good movie. I, I, I really think she's in like four it or five movie. different movies in which she has lovers that time travel. So, Sure, why not? If you're good at something. It's a genre. <laughs> also, sh- screw that. The, the rival Doctor from the first film. Trying to make Doctor Strange This motherfucker gets a credit. Yeah, full, yeah, full, like, cre- full credit. credit. I was like, full start, like, <laughs> like, not even like a normal credit, like an and. Yeah. Like an and yeah. this actor. It's like, what? Yeah. Old mate showed up for 10 minutes. Come on. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, of course, Reed Richards, depicted by John Krasinski, debuted in Fantastic Four, number one, November 1961. 
created by Stanley and Jack Kirby. Is this the is is he going to play Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four movie? No. <laughs> Kieran, I, I what? Why? Sorry, there must be something that you guys know that I don't know. But yes, he kind of has to. I mean, he doesn't have to. I mean, it could just be a fan service thing. A misdirect. I, no, I don't see them. Listen, I know Jonathan Majors is going to play John- <laughs> Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four movie. I mean, that would be an interesting casting choice. But No, I, I don't think he is. I don't, I don't think he is. I, th- I think he probably is. But uh, this will probably make the rumors about who's going to be directing Fantastic Four even more prevalent. Well, it's um, the rumors. Him. Yeah. Really? You're like, oh, he's in the movie. So he's going to direct it. That's probably a bad decision, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. About that. I, I want Rahu Kohli. I... <laughs> Isn't he too busy being in every single Mark Franklin TV got series? Time. He's got time. There's my, uh, there's my fan. But yeah, I don't... The first stretch he does, like to when they first face against Wanda, I don't think it was super impressive. But when Wanda is cutting him up into little bits, that was that impressive. looked cool. They were also, yeah, they were like, "Look, we're gonna have him in the movie, but also we're not ready to go like full show you what Fantastic Mr. Fantastic looks like in a movie." So like, yeah, ha- have a slight stretch, and uh, then we'll just break him because that doesn't count. <laughs> just a little bit of stretching, yeah. and that's it. That shit doesn't count, yeah. Which yeah, is really weird because he- like we're about to get um, what's it called the TV show where they nuke your powers, um, the Miss Marvel series, right? Yes. Yeah. So they're, you're yep. not even going to get see stretching in that because they've they've nerfed their powers. They've, or changed they've powers. changed yeah. their powers. They've changed yeah, yeah. their powers to be more cosmic arms and limbs yeah, yeah. and stuff. So you don't even get to see what stretching in MCU looks like in that either. No, got to wait till Fantastic Four. They could have like just had it in here, and they could have made sure that Reed was the first was, person. They don't want to commit. Yeah. They, I think that's smart, especially if they don't have thing. a director. Ah. Mm. Uh, I feel like the weird thing was they were like, okay, everybody's going to appear off screen from somehow. So don't really think about this, but like Mr. Fantastic was like stretching across the roof or something. Or No, he came through like a portal. He, did he? Yeah. Not the we like saw. He opened up a your... portal above him. Uh, yeah, okay. It's kind of dumb. <laughs> he's a he's a genius, the smartest man on planet. You know, of course he's invented portals. Well, he was. He was the smartest <laughs> man on, was. That, on that planet in that universe. Dude, I will say, not only was yeah, Black Bolts, um, death brutal. I thought Peggy's fucking death was kind of brutal. She was like, just to have like. I guess everybody's had that thought about Captain America at some point is, hey, what happens if he doesn't catch the shield properly? Like, what if he just takes the shield to the head or takes the shield I, to the You want to know number one thought I had watching that scene? Man, I can't wait for the Corridor crew guys just to get their hands on this and just add the blood that was needed. Like, let's <laughs> 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 fix this shit up. Like, <laughs> just blood everywhere, yeah. Because yeah. what? Um, yeah, Monica didn't go. Like, they went pretty clean on her as well. Yeah, I mean, she just got squashed. I don't know who the statues were of. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's important. I didn't really see properly. Ultron? Uh, uh, I don't want to reintroduce him because I do have one more person to discuss, but uh, seeing as we're going through the Illuminati, uh, 
who aren't the Illuminati we know from the comics. I think it's a bit of a misdirect. It's just the name for the Avengers in that mm-hmm. universe. Um, Baron Mordo. Interesting to see him back and not see him in the MCU. Mm. That was a misdirect because all in the trailers, it made it out like he was the main yes. villain and it was the actual Baron Mondo that we knew. But no, it's the yes. only one he sees from the different dimensions. So. Yeah. yeah. He's all buddy buddy at the start. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it, it, it does sound like Baron Mordo has made attempts on sort of Stephen Strange since. Oh, From yeah. the way he talks about him, yeah. 100%. It is uh, very much the same issues that had. Um, very yeah, the same issues that the Mordo we had from the MCU would still be happening there. I think uh, overall it's a good juxtaposition. And it was nice to have the double misdirect where it was, oh no, they're friends, they're great. And then to be poisoned by him and then kind of um, pulling him through there was, was an interesting, um, yeah, an interesting turn. All right. Uh, last building the MCU entry Charlize Theron and do you guys know who she was playing uh, Dr. Clea Strange I yes. googled that shit while the credits were rolling so did I that is, yep. what, that is also what I did thank it's- god for those leakers am I right <laughs> being straight onto that uh, yes first appearance Strange Towers 126 November 1964 created by Stanley and Steve Ditko uh, what do you think of our brief taste of Charlize sure Theron looks it's like, like whoa Charlize what Theron. crazy that was cool. She's in Get every major. She's in every major franchise now. So yeah, let's be Get honest. Those royalties. It was it was kind of fucking terrible. What? As an after credit scene, going from the end of the movie, I mean, which it is was him, disjointed as fuck. Yeah, dis, like going from him being in agony, falling onto it. The eye opens up. We're like, oh shit, what's going on? Oh god, how's Doctor Strange gonna get out of this one? And then like He's just walking 30 down the seconds to a minute later, <laughs> strolling down the street, doing like the fucking Hey Arthur stroll down the street. <laughs> the Peter fucking Maguire, he's emo fine. Stroll. Yeah, doing he's fine. <laughs> All of a sudden he's like, bitch, yeah, we ready to work. Third eye. And it's just <laughs> like it's like, wait, that's not a problem. Like that's she's not, like, that's not you fuck shit like, up. You're gonna come with me. And he literally just goes. Looking forward to it, babe. Like, let's go. <laughs> yeah, like, actually, minor detail. This made me think of it. I will say, I popped really hard when his cape in the first scene was his pocket handkerchief of his suit. I was like, that's the coolest shit ever, and that's impressive. Yeah, I'm like, that's impressive. And then yeah. it was the the jumper of that he I mean, was. Yeah. Uh, he was wearing. Yeah. Transformers. It was wearing, but yeah, I think it was very juxtaposition. I guess it was interesting that the the hole that she cut open looked like it was going to a very similar place to Dormammu, like from it the was. original. Do you want to why? Yeah, did you not read her bio enough? Come on, Karen. no, fill in me enough. No, her her mum is Dormammu's sister. Oh, right. Do you know. So can you imagine what is? Does that mean we're getting? Like? Um, does that mean we're getting Mads Mikkelsen back? Unlikely. No, n- no. So in in he's, the, in the, sure in the comics, they 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 get married, and she's like one of Doctor Strange's 
like main no, 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 but I'm just saying, if they're going in there, Mads Mikkelsen got locked in there, like... He could. He could be don't in there, anything just out. chilling. Just chilling. He'd be like, hey, help me out. He's, they just walk past. I uh, had a dream. I was randomly chose to play a wizard in a movie that already had other movies about the same wizard, you know? It's a whole thing. <laughs> Sorcerers and wizards Damn. are completely different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess seeing as we were already talking about post credits, uh, Bruce Campbell. I don't think we it would it was they kept it hush hush his appearance in this film. You know, super Raimi esque performance. My favorite cameo of the whole movie. <laughs> not Patrick Stewart. Not fucking any of these other motherfuckers. It is that quite funny scene where it, they're talking about food and he's like, you stole this from the place. Second, you know this? <laughs> it took me a second to realize it was Bruce Campbell because the first couple of shots of him were very, uh, I guess, wide. Like, they, I don't know. It wasn't mm. instant that this was Bruce Campbell. He, he kind of had the hat, the hat okay. over his head. And I think and then it cut in close and I was like, holy shit, that's Bruce Campbell. Let's go. Bruce Campbell in the MCU. Craven the Hunter confirmed. No, I'm pretty sure I was meant to play Mysterio. Yeah, that was the thing. Damn it, that was the other end. There we go. Um, yeah, yeah it was a it was a great end credit scene. Um, I personally, very good punchline. I enjoy I enjoy solid. I enjoy these. Uh. Uh, yeah, I enjoy the you know, <laughs> bottoms. Uh, yeah, but just him looking up at the camera or whatever, and it's like, was he? He does like a whole like, you still here? Or not that, but like that sort of line or whatever it was. Um, again, leaving the cinema, I hear someone in front of me. I wouldn't have worn stayed here. I could have been KFC next door eating fucking chips by now. I know these people. Stop getting your fucking like so like you. People act like they deserve such big things. Isn't it just the expectation now that the the second one is a meme? The second one is always a joke. He's always a meme. Yes, the second one is. That's not true. We got Blade last time. Blade and Eternals, right? (sighs) The second one is primarily always a joke. Usually, always a joke. Generally, generally a joke. So, yes, yeah. How how do we feel about these end credits being just like random, random famous actress actor shows up? He's not random. Yeah. We got Harry Styles. We got Charlize. I Theron. mean, he's playing a character, and she's playing character. And I mean, the yeah, first but they time- don't like get introdu- any introduction. Yeah, or anything, the first time Thanos showed up, he was in a fucking after credit scene. That's true. Sure, there's other characters that first appearance was in the after credit scene. All right. Uh, first Nick Fury's first credit credit. scene was in the after credit scene. He's okay. the original after credit. All right, all right, all right. You've proved me wrong. Yeah. As always. <laughs> <laughs> uh, incursions. Yeah. Do we think this is going to be a big deal? Sounds like a video Obviously, game to me. The incursions are a thing that were introduced during uh, Jonathan Hickman's Avengers run. Uh, very much same concept of two worlds uh, becoming too close and smashing into each other. Uh, it ultimately led up to the entire multiverse dying. Mm. Spoilers uh, for that run. Uh, leading up to the 2015, I want to say, it's a uh, version of Secret Wars mm. in which all the worlds kind of got amalgamated into one and then battle world where it's like segments of each world in one planet uh but then ultimately led to like a unified combination of multiple universes 
Is that where we're going? We're getting some sort of MCU reboot no. down the line. No. Or is this like a convoluted way to bring mutants into the MCU? Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't see them. I don't see them only just opening up the multiverses of the MCU to clamp that shit back down again so quickly. Like, I feel like they've opened up the MCU multiverse and they're like, fuck yeah, now we have more ways to print money without having to worry about this universe all the time that we've, and the continuity all the time. We can just do stuff and be like, this is in another multiverse. All this Sony stuff, you know? Look, let's not talk about the the Mobius multiverse. Mobius. Morbius, Mobius. Nobody cares because it was a bad movie. Um, Did you watch it? No, I did not. And that's, you know, I've listened to our content. <laughs> and that's enough for no, me. it is a bad movie. Um, man. I just want to clarify that. Yeah, no, I have not. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, they, they've got Marvel slash Disney now have license to print money even they're not they're not closing the multiverse when they literally just like here's a character who can his power is to jump through multiverses and has to look for her parents she does have to look for that's true that would be like that's such a punch in the dick like i mean (laughs) are they (laughs) (laughs) by the way we're closing on the multiverse your power is no useless and your parents well Fuck yeah, it. yeah, literally. Or not? It's like, yeah, pointless. Man, is it is America Chavez going to lead lead the Young Avengers? No, you know, in a journey to find her parents. No, no. is that why not? America Chavez is going to train for a while and then eventually go looking for her parents. Is it weird that she's training series? to be a sorcerer? Nah, I mean, her powers are like sorcery, like right. So. Well, I feel like once again, her powers are so fucking ambiguous that they don't really lock down what the fuck her powers are in terms of like, you know, there's this thing about powers where they're like, huh, how do we make this power accessible to fight with? They're just kind of strong. They're just, they're just, yeah. they've got some strength yeah, behind their I, I know fuck all about it. Like all I've ever done is like look at her face on a quote book as I've walked past it. So like, I, I really don't know. I've seen the jacket more than I've seen much about yeah. her character. And about it's a cool jacket. Stuff. A I mean, she's a more recent character too. She was only invented like. Within what did I say? 2011? 20-something, yeah. Because um, I used to be in the comic book store all the time, and I remember like seeing that first issue and being like, that first issue looks cool. I should totally read that. I never did, so. All right. Kieran, what's the most marvelous moment of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse Bandits? Hmm. Hmm. I feel like the obvious one is like the Illuminati scene. Um... That had pop. No, I'm gonna go like kind of the counterpoint to that Illuminati scene. Watching them all die, I thought was watching them all <laughs> die, leading into the the full on Scarlet Witch horror movie of just her getting bloodier and her kind of demeanor and the way she was Oilier. walking and 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 how she was chasing. Yeah, I think that's that's my favorite kind of uh, section of this movie. All right. Dylan, what was your most marvelous moment? Bruce Campbell coming. <laughs> hot dog man. What was hot, that? The hot dog man. <laughs> he was a hot. He was a pizza ball. Pizza man. ball man. Also, those pizza balls look great. Yeah, you, know, you want to go to? Don't that, know how you would get them. Go to that universe. Too much of too much of either their prop budget or their CGI budget went to those pizza balls and should have gone to the cars and the people in the start of this movie also i can super relate with america though she's like 
every universe. You just need to find something to eat. That's right. I think that's that's super relatable. And it's always free, Ashley believes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's for me. Um, <laughs> actually, <laughs> I'm going to go with the musical showdown between him and Doctor Strange. <laughs> what Dude, a, that was fucking that amazing. Was, what a... It was probably Such the, a it Sam was, Raimi, Yeah, I was going like to say, cheesy. it's the most Sam Raimi scene in this whole film, I think. Um, but I really, really liked it. I thought it was like a good use of the powers and um, like the way it worked in with the music and everything. I really, really, I enjoyed that. So yeah, I'll go that or, or cheese. Also, or pizza minor point <laughs> kind of joining in with the that. I think the score for this movie is fucking amazing. The score for this movie was kind of insane at points. For, yeah. Except for the random guitar. It was a very, towards their <laughs> end, there was some random kind of electric guitar for moments that I was very confused about. Absolutely. It's a great score. Um, I was going, thinking about the musical and the killing of the Illuminati. Those are both great sequences. Um, <laughs> I don't, zombie. Pizza ball, man. Zombie, zombie Strange. That's pretty great with all, like, all the damn souls trying to take him over because it's, it's for doing something forbidden. And then him just absorbing them all. Dude, his like, fighting style and like the... the- choreography around his fighting style for the final fight with those zombie ghost things i was like it's pretty fucking cool also dog is strange got like super skilled like since the last movie his fight he with fucking- baron Mordo, pretty good sorry there was a hey, does like I the was parkour like- out of that gap which i have to ask the question why is there that gap there that nobody apparently can get out <laughs> it seems very impractical like i like the the thing that I feel like was just kind of thrown out there, but I was like, what the fuck? Was Doctor Strange summoning a giant fish to catch a flying buzz and then disappearing the fish again? And I was yeah. like, what? Where? What? The- this this has never been explained before in this. Like, you can just... And then he, like, summons, like, the Hydras as well. I'm like, is this, like, a connection with the what-if stuff, kind of? What? But sure. Yeah, absolutely. I also enjoyed Wanda in the mirror dimension and, like, oh. first her testing it out and then, like, almost getting herself stabbed and sh- almost shooting herself in the head and then, like, attacking them from reflections. Oh. That was pretty cool. That was, like, the first taste of her in the film. I guess other than her orchid, like, suddenly turning into, like, a death field. <laughs> Uh, anything else you feel like we need to discuss from Multiverse Madness? Was there enough madness in the multiverse? There was some madness, that's for sure. There was. What's the next movie? Some madness. Thor. Thor, that's right. Thor. Love and Thunder. They played the trailer for Lightning and the Thunder. Mm-hmm. Do you also, think this? Do you think this movie was visually as impressive as the first film? No. No. I would say that it's, but I also it's f- interesting enough compared to other Marvel movies, and that's worth talking about, as I said before. But like, as far as like new, fresh, exciting visual style, no, that was the first film. I feel like I do feel like this movie didn't need to be that visually impressive as the first one because I feel like the first one was visually impressive as like an extra uh, ticket for entry for people to. Kind of be interested drug. in, yeah, gateway drug to be interested in what Doctor Strange was and what this magical side of the MCU is. 
It's also like invented. They invented the the style of the Doctor Strange, like you know, Mirrorverse and all this sort of stuff. And then they use it again in like Avengers, and um, and then they also um, it's like Ant Man invents that style. And then even if uh, like I mean Edgar Wright directed that, so or like him and his partner technically directed that. But then that film, like, used it. What are you looking at? Like, it's a known thing. They did all the tests. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. I know what you look at. That's what I was like. What, that's a, that's like, I was like, wait, Peyton Reed directed no, no, it. It's like, no, no. It's like Edgar Wright like, yeah. spent a he while. Developed he developed the, that technology, that style, which Peyton Reed, like, no offense. The like, style, I'm not saying he, like, fucked over Edgar Wright. It's just how it went. But, like, he w- presented that. But then if another director comes in that's not Peyton Wright or Edgar Wright, they're still going to use the same style because it's sort of, that's the standard now. That's how you do Ant-Man shrinking. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, yeah, anything else to discuss? Nah. Lock it in. All right. Nah, we're good. Let us know where you sit on the scale on Multiverse, on Doctor Strange in the Multiverse Madness. Are you? Did you super like it like Kieran? Are you, did you think it was all right like me? Or did you dislike it? Like, was it disappointing like Dylan? I was like... Let's know on Twitter. By going to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter or jump into our Discord at explosionnetwork.com slash Discord. If you want to know who else... If you want to help us out here at All New Marvel Cast, leave us a review. Apple Podcasts, Podchaser. Uh, tell people about the show. Leave us five stars. Anywhere you can leave five stars. Um, if you like this episode, worth, think it's worth a dollar, head on over to our Kofi page at explosionnetwork.com slash support. And, of course, head over to explosionnetwork.com for all of our content, all of our other podcasts. Of course, you know, these spoiler casts, big events. Lots of people come to have a look at them. Uh, so, yeah, we do lots of different podcasts over at the Explosion Network. We'll, of course, be doing a Moon Knight <laughs> finale uh, discussion soon. Uh, and then we'll be jumping over to Holocron Entries, talking about Obi-Wan in the coming weeks. So, yeah, very exciting times here at the Explosion Network. But, of course, the next movie to come out on the MCU slate is Thor Love and Thunder, uh, July, I want to say 7th, probably here in Australia. So make sure you watch that and come back and join us next time for another new Marvel Cast. You break the rules. Look out! I become a hero. I do it. I become the enemy. <laughs> <laughs>